Hello and welcome to the Good Day Podcast. I am your host, Elias C. Sampaio. I am an author and a graduate of Christ for the Nations Institute's pastoral major. Join in on the conversations where we will laugh and cry from our everyday struggles to pointless rants of life. It's always a good day, no matter what, is my Hakuta Matata. So now, take a moment to breathe and say, it's always a good day, because if we are still breathing, we still have a chance. Welcome back to the Good Day Podcast. This is uh, chapter 5 of the book, Entangled, The Soldier Who Dares to Achieve Miracles. Thank you for listening. Let's go. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness, Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. We have moved away from the darkness and started walking in truth. This act grants us the capability to strap on the breastplate of righteousness. A breastplate covers the most important muscle slash organ of your body, your heart, the very source of life and death. We can lose an arm and a leg and still live a long and healthy life. But the moment we have any small issues with our heart, death can come knocking at any moment. Why is it that the breastplate represents righteousness and not salvation? Well, let's think about all the things that human, the human heart does in the body and what righteousness means in, life, in the life of a believer. What does the heart mainly do? The heart pumps blood throughout the body via the circulated system. Supplying oxygen and nutrition to the tissues and removing carbon dioxide and other waste. If the heart is not able to supply blood to the organ and tissues, the individual dies. What does the word righteous mean? Well, Google's definition is a person morally right or justifiable virtuous. What is the Bible's definition of righteousness and its meaning to us believers? Let's look at the first time righteousness was used with Abraham. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Genesis 15.6 Abe Abram tried to create his own path towards God's plan. Feeling like a failure, failure, he blames the Lord. Then Abe said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Genesis 15.3 As Abram is complaining to the big guy upstairs for his wife's inability to have kids of her own, God's reply to his, compa- to his complaining is essentially telling Abram, Shut up, my son, and walk outside and see what I hold in my hand. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. Genesis 15:5. Abraham doubted the Lord, but seeing in the stars gave him this overwhelming, overwhelming sense of God's ability to fulfill his promise when you read the passage at first you may think well abram had faith in the promise but actually it was just a belief in the power of god he is he is the almighty he is in control 
When we just read it, we may overlook the fact that when he looked up into heaven, Abe, Abe might have not been looking into a regular night sky with a few stars here and there. Think about it. God uses God sees how Abram is doubting the promise he made. So he says, son, come outside. See what I hold in my hands. Generations of generations, and I will give it all to you. I can't even begin to imagine what the sky must have looked like that night. I think if cameras worked back then and Abram took a picture of the stars, it would be more beautiful than any Google Images has ever had of the night sky. The aurora nights, uh, lights, the northern lights, would be nothing compared to that night. Abram spoke with the Lord. So, with this, with so with the restored trust in God's power, Abram was accounted as righteousness. I want to pause real quick and little um, commentary. What I try to show in that this little section was that wherever you live. You know, you could see that if you're more in the city life, when you go out in, at night, there isn't a lot of stars. Maybe you'll see a few. But when you're out in the country, you see a lot of stars. You see how big the sky is. And um, there was there was a, I think I talk about it in this chapter. No, I don't. Or maybe I do. I don't remember. Um, but I was doing a road trip once. From, from when I was in college in, in, in Dallas, Texas, if and I. And I was going to meet some friends of mine in Colorado. Um, and on the way there, I drove at night. It was like a 12-hour drive. And I stopped. The road it was all dark. I just rode through all through the night. I stopped in the middle of the night at a random place. And, like, it was a desert. It was. I just stopped because I saw how many stars there were at night and I walked out in the freezing cold and I stood there just for like 30 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes just staring up in the sky because I never saw the sky if it felt super close um if I could explain to you how how the sky felt it, it's a normal one-story building one like one floor uh building is about like eight feet ten feet you know tall the ceiling and then uh, you go to a, a two-story building, you know, like ceiling that has that, that gap could be about 20 or so. It felt like that. It felt like the 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 sky was only like 30, 30 feet high. And I was like, I could touch it because that's how big the sky was. It felt like it was insane. I was in the middle of nowhere. I don't remember to this day, but it was on top of Texas, leaving Col leaving towards Colorado. And it was in the middle of the night. It was a lot of stars. It was on November. It was like, yeah, I think it was November. It was like during this the holiday season. It was insane. And that, to me, was this part where if that, to me, was a regular night, imagine what Abraham must have saw. Abraham must have. God must have shown everything. I think I say it, but continuing on. Um, we can learn. We can learn then from the beginning. Righteousness requires a strong trust in the Lord to achieve it, not faith exactly. Yes, I am aware we receive righteousness by faith, 
But follow me in this concept. Faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 1. Trust can be defined as a firm belief in reliable, reliable truth. For example, those with evidence of a strong character, we usually tend to trust. So that night, Abram trusted in the Lord due to what he had seen in the sky. Faith was not required. God provided a reliable reason for Abram to trust in his word. Whatever Abram saw that night must have been so powerful and exciting to make his heart believe in the word of God to the point where he suppressed, suppressed, uh, surpassed surpassed sorry surpassed the process of faith and into knowing the truth the truth that god holds everything in his hands he must mastered and create all the and the creator of all any doubt that says otherwise is a lie i'm going to repeat that part whatever aram saw that night <clears throat> must have been so powerful and exciting to make his heart believe in the word of God to the point where he surpassed the process of faith and into knowing the truth. As the first step into Abram, as the first step into the armor of the Lord requires us to step away from our own lies and deceptions, this step requires us to understand the truth. The Lord holds all and knows all, believing that He is the one and only God, leaving all doubt behind. This is righteousness, as we put in in the con as we put it in the concept concept of a breastplate. It is essentially the very source of the Christian life, the heart behind all we do in our walk. Same as the blood distributes oxygen throughout the body by the heart, so is righteousness. Could righteousness in the life of a believer be the same as a beating heart? Righteousness is pumping the very blood of Christ into our walk, spreading true conviction through our body, the very source of the truth, salvation, and faith, the knowledge that God is alive and takes care of His sons and daughters. The trust we have in the Lord is substance of our strength in the moments of need. Just as love is unexplainable with the words but with action, we need a true emotional connection to the Lord through trust. As a marriage needs trust to survive, so does the church with God. Only when we begin to truly trust in the Lord will our actions become accounted as righteous. <clears throat> righteousness is the moral compass of the soldier of Yahweh. With, the, with those with a strong sense of right and wrong can truly remain pure. So in short, we truly need we need to truly trust in the presence of Yahweh in our life to gain a sense of right and wrong. Can a soldier fight for someone who has no str no strong belief in? By the time the guards finishes strapping on the breastplate, the city is in flames. He remembers why he became a soldier in the first place. The lo love for his people was the sole reason he was willing to risk his life. His heart is pounding like never before. 
The oath he made is in question. The time is ticking. People are dying, and he is still not ready. Enemy forces are everywhere. Again, that little part was part of that part, that storyline that I was trying to create for this book. But my writing wasn't at the level that it is now where I could, I like, compared to my second book, way better. I, I create the atmosphere. I create a storyline. This one, this book to me is just a, a pure uh, sermon, you know, and that's that's what it was. It was it's not a book to me this is not a book to me this is just a sermon where you can read it and then expand on it by talking because i didn't really go into depth depth i didn't go into depth okay continuing we fight to hold the image of our lord the armor we seek holds a heavy weight of responsibility and respect to our father in heaven if we don't equip ourselves, we will crumble in the challenges of this world. Just as love fights for love, so does righteousness fight for truth. Next time you are asked, why do you have faith in the God you serve? I hope you respond with, I do not need to have faith in God, for I know the truth of my Lord. My point in there is like that little uh, sentence I just read. If somebody ever asks, like, oh, why do you have faith in God? Like, how do you, you know, believe in God? You say, I, I know the truth. If God is real because he is, then that's the only way, you know, that's the only path. Once you realize God is is true, Jesus is truth, everything else is a lie. So why, you know, you don't have to have faith that there's somebody up there in heaven. You don't have to believe in things you don't, it's already there, you know. It's there if you if you have the uh, conviction that God is real, He died on the cross for you. That's it, you know. Life is that. Now you just have to walk out. That's it, you know. There's no doubts anymore. Abraham knew the truth of God and witnessed and witnessed in His power. Truth transmits righteousness, and from righteousness comes the gospel. Each part of armor is made with a specific purpose. Don't give up. Keep on fighting for victory. So your footprint in this world may have an everlasting effect from generation to generation. Okay, that was chapter 5 of the book Entangled. And I believe this is episode 6, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, enjoy the drive if you're driving if you're listening to this while you're doing your your road trips or or not or if you're just listening the new year happy new year congratulations we made it to one more year have a good night good day good afternoon bye it's always a good day Better.